two, three. All right, let's do this. My name is Bob Giosa. I am currently driving across the country from Philadelphia to Los Angeles, and I thought it would be a good idea to potentially make a podcast while I'm driving across the country. Um, I had a few people tell me that I should document the trip and I should, you know, find a way to keep tabs and find a way to make it as interesting as possible for people um, who are thinking about maybe wanting to make this trip, um, you know, make it a little more clear for them and, you know, kind of take, take you through what it's like, you know, the ups and downs and emotions and I don't know if there hasn't been any downs yet, but you know, there, for there will be, but, um, but anyway, the emotions of what it's like to actually make this trip. Uh, that was the original idea. That was the original concept. And then I had essentially said, well, yes, I can do that, but let's turn it into something better. Let's turn it into something. I obviously have a lot of time on my hands so I can speak about some things that I want to speak about. So I said, why not just start a podcast um, which is kind of the maturization of a few ideas that I've worked that I've worked on in the past, um, sort of a self betterment, self improvement, um, not self help. I hate the term self help. Self help makes it seem like it's a an act of desperation, or it's an act of it, it's just it's not a good term. It has a negative connotation to it compared to. You know, whether, you know, compared to if you refer to it as self-improvement, which it actually is. So, you know, I, I had this idea and I, and I really enjoy speaking about this stuff and talking about this stuff, but I'm a city kid and I graduated college with a Kutztown, from Kutztown with a history degree. And I don't want to make it some scientific, you know, some scientific, you know, Podcast where I, where I'm mentioning all these theories and speaking about you know psychologists and famous psychiatrists and all the I, I didn't want to do that you know I've had a lot I've made a lot of mistakes I have reflected on a lot of mistakes I have learned from a lot of mistakes and I've learned a lot on this road so far so I wanted kind of make this, you know, a podcast where, you know, we can just talk about growing and learning and self-bettering and trying to chase things that are not normal, um, for instance, driving across the country to Los Angeles because I want to, uh, because I think there's opportunity there for me, um, not for, you know, not to become an actor, not because I want to be famous, that is not at all the motivation behind the move. The, the move is just more for a change of pace. So I thought this would be a cool idea. Um, so I am now bringing you the Molding the Mindset podcast. I think I like that name. I like that. I had that name as a website um, that I was working on for potentially self, you know, potentially to be a self, 
uh, self-betterment, self-improvement, I guess I'm using the word self-betterment, that sounds terrible, uh, self-improvement sort of blog, uh, where I was going to, you know, post a bunch of content and share a bunch of content for people to find, but uh, I think this is, a, especially with the ever, you know, the ever-growing podcasting world and the different platforms that you can go through, I think that this is a fantastic way, so throughout this drive, and I'm on day two, but throughout the, and I'll jump into that, but throughout this drive, I have 16 episodes that I would like to get into, uh, 16 topics that we could talk about that I have, you know, that have helped me up to this point. I'm not a master. I am not pretending to be a master. I am not saying that I am a master. I am strictly going off of my experience thus far over the last several years, once, once I've really gotten down this path. Um, of, you know, opening your mind and, and being, being different, not, not necessarily following that lineal path, um, that's something to follow, but, you know, it, this is, it's going to be different, it's going to be an experience, I have no idea what I'm doing, and I'm recording this on an anchor, on the app Anchor, which makes it super easy to, to, start a podcast, it's super easy to do this from, but yeah, let's, um, let's jump into this, so we'll end here, and put a flag in here, cut all this out, cut all this out, cut all this out, so let's jump into this, this is episode one of Molding the Mindset. I'm going to title this The Leap. Um, the Leap for, for a couple of reasons. I, I'm making a huge personal change, um, a huge life change. I'm taking the leap of driving across the country from Philadelphia to Los Angeles, um, which has been a dream of mine for, um, for roughly around eight years or so, I guess. Um, My cousin and I have been talking about this for, I don't know, six, seven years we've talked about doing it. Um, He's been out there for three and a half years. Um, And as I move into this next stage of life, I knew it was ready to make, I knew I was ready and it was time to make a huge leap. I also want to, in advance, apologize for the audio on this. I'm recording this from my car as I'm driving, so... Not a, you know, not in a professional studio with professional microphones or even something better than an iPhone. I am recording this on my iPhone as I drive, so I, I want to apologize for the shitty audio. But anyway, yeah. So like I was saying, this is something that's been a dream forever, um, and I decided it was time to make a jump and do something for myself and and go chase a dream. Um, as I had mentioned in the intro, this is. By no stretch of the imagination am I am I trying to become an actor or trying to be in movies or part of movies or want to be famous. That is not the motivation behind this. The motivation was sort of, I've been in LA a few times and something about that city just spoke to me. Um, you know, I'm starting to develop some ideas right now that are, can lend itself to, you know, to come to fruition here pretty soon, um, and I thought, since those are starting to develop, I might as well 
make a move for myself as well. So I thought this was a great idea. Um, so currently I am in Ohio. I am driving to Springfield, Missouri. I left yesterday, which was February 15th, Friday, February 15th. I left, I had my last day at work, uh, my last nine to five shift, hopefully, hopefully I won't be going back to that. I don't think I will. I'm not looking to get into another corporate nine to five job. It's just for my undiagnosed ADD. Um, that's a hysterical term. Shout out to Joe Rogan. My undiagnosed ADD. Uh, this is, you know, I would like, I'm not like to get in the, into that. Um, I'm just not someone who can sit at a desk for eight hours a day and stare at a computer. It's just not, it's just not in my, in my capabilities. So, um, yeah, I decided to make the leap and it started around, say, two months ago at this point now. I, I was driving home from work one night, and I was actually going to Los Angeles for the Eagles-Rams game. I mentioned I'm from Philadelphia, so this is... The Eagles are everything. Uh, my dad has season tickets. We've been going over the last couple of years. Got to experience the NFC Championship game. Got to w- watch them win a Super Bowl, which was unlike any feeling I've ever had in my life. It was incredible. Um, but, yeah, so around two months ago, we were going out there for the Eagles-Rams game. Um, I was driving home from work, and I, I knew it was time to make a change. I guess around four months ago, I knew I had to make a drastic change. I didn't know what it was going to be yet, uh, but I knew it was time to make a drastic change. And then about two months later, as I was getting ready to go on that trip, probably the day before, I had called a good friend of mine who, to his credit, um, listens to everything that I have to say, whether he wants to or not. Um, God bless him. Um, I have preferenced, I have prefaced multiple conversations with him by saying, yeah, I know you're not my therapist, but uh, so God bless him. But anyway, I had reached out to him and said, hey, I, I, I don't want to come home when I go out there for this trip. Uh, this was December, roughly around uh, the middle of December. Uh, and I was like, you know, I, I don't want to go out there. And, you know, a good friend, a good friend will tell you, you know, it's okay. Uh, you're doing great whatever, blah, 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 you know, he'll, he'll, they'll, they'll tell you what, what you want to hear, right? A good friend will tell you what you want to hear. A great friend, a best friend, a brother, a family member, a sister, these, you know, a family member, um, or a very, very close friend should tell you what it's actually like and not what you want to hear. So this person to me is that, is that person, you know, he, he, if I'm, if I'm fucking up, he'll let me know. You know, if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, he'll let me know. If I'm getting off track, he'll let me know. Um, and I think it's, it's so crucial for us to to surround ourselves with people like that. You know, if if your friends aren't calling you out on your bullshit, then they aren't your friends. They aren't your real friends at least. So, 
you know, that's what this person, you know, that's what this person is to me. Uh, so I had reached out to him. I was like, hey, I don't want to come home. He had said to me straight up, I'm actually sick of having this conversation. Now we've been having it for two years. And I told you not to come home two years ago, which was when I went out there the first time. And when I knew it was time to go. You know, I, I had come home two years ago from a visit with my cousin and had said, you know, this, this has to happen. Uh, and I did set the plans in motion to make that happen. So, you know, had to push it back for some reasons that I'll jump into, um, a little later on, um, in some episodes, but anyway, fast forward to that night, or I think it was, I'm sorry, fast forward to after my trip. So I go out there, I tell him I don't want to come home. I get home and I'm working on some things for this app that I'm working on right now called Scene. Um, I'm working on some things and I was like, I need to shake things up. And I was sitting in my bed, found a flight for, found a one-way flight for $89 uh, to Los Angeles. And I was texting my cousin, the person that I was just uh, referencing and another friend, another close friend of mine who I, who I view in the same light. And I don't know if I was necessarily looking for approval. I don't think I was looking for approval. I think in my mind, I was just looking for the push. Um, you know, sometimes you need those people that, that are, you know, or you need that motivation or that person that's going to come behind you and just shove you and just go, you know, Hey, go jump. Um, when you know you want to do it, but fear might be holding you back. So it was, a, it was all around support. What you pretty much, what are you waiting for? So I did it. And in my mind, that was sort of the mental jump, right? And I think in all of our lives that there comes that time where you <laughs> realize that there'll be some, there'll be, I think there'll be a few times where you realize it's time to pivot. I've been going, you know, I've been going this way the entire time. It's time to make a left or it's time to go right. It's, it's time to make, it's time to make some sort of pivot some sort of huge jump that's going to change the scope of things. Um, and for me, this was that moment. And I really, in my mind, buying the one-way ticket was the jump, was, in my, was the commitment in my mind, the commitment in my heart. Uh, so over the next several months, I'm sorry, several weeks, I should say, I put a plan into action. Uh, I'm working on a, on an app right now on the side. I just mentioned scene, um, that I knew I really, I had to get it to a stage where I could, where I could leave and we knew what the next move was. At least I couldn't leave everyone in the dark. Um, we were going through some growing pains and again, I can, I can get into that into later episodes and as we get into different topics, but I just wanted to keep this sort of, you know, sort of based upon why I'm making this trip and why I'm doing this. Um, so yeah, I put my two weeks in, um, on Friday, February 1st and yesterday was my last day. So I hit the road. Uh, I'm taking the Southern route. So for anyone looking to do this, you can take three from what I, what I have seen. I, I looked it up a couple of times. 
Um, there's three different routes you go. And now, obviously, you can break it into different. You know, if you want to go see some things uh, throughout the country, you can base it around that. Um, if you want to stop in different cities, you can base it around that. But uh, with my budget and my goals, I knew that I just wanted to go straight, you know, go as much as possible, push as much as possible, and then stop in just a couple of different cities to sleep, get back up and keep driving. I, I didn't, I don't have too much in, you know, I don't have too much that I wanted to see or had anything that I wanted to see. I just, you know, I just wanted to make the journey. So three routes that I, that I found for that particular journey. You can go the Southern route, uh, the Northern route, or you can go straight through the heart of the country. Um, so since it's February, I elected to go the Southern route to try and avoid some different, um, to try and avoid some weather. Note to self, stop saying, um, please stop saying, um, anyway, I'm taking the Southern route to try and avoid potential weather, some potential bad weather. So I started from Philadelphia, right outside of Philadelphia, King of Prussia. And then last night I stayed right outside of Pittsburgh in a town called Cannonsburg. Uh, it took me about four and a half hours to get there. And I just used Airbnb. So I, I would definitely suggest if you were doing this, that Airbnb is definitely the way to go. Uh, hotels are a little more expensive. Airbnb gets you a little bit on the fees, but it's, it's, it's definitely worth it because you can book it while you're heading there. If you don't necessarily know where you're stopping, um, you can book it while you're on the way there. So yeah, last night I stopped in Cannonsburg, got there around 11 o'clock. Um, small little town. It was, uh, reminded me a little bit of my college town, which was a small, everything's family owned. There's not much going on. Uh, if you drive two minutes outside of it, it's all farmland. That's what I'm driving through currently. Uh, while I'm on Route 30 in Ohio, I'm just driving through rolling hills. Um, which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see the open country. Um, so I woke up this morning and <clears throat> decided that I wasn't that far from Canton, Ohio, which is where the Pro Football Hall of Fame is. And decided that was the best way to go. Uh, again, I didn't have much in mind that I wanted to see, but as you get on it and you, and you, you start to be open-minded and you start to see, you know, some opportunities to see some cool things and me being the huge football fan that I am, um, decided that would be a great idea and it was worth it. It was awesome. It was awesome. Got to see some pretty cool things. Didn't know that the Eagles were part of two major events in football's history, besides winning the Super Bowl, shout out to the Eagles last year, winning the Super Bowl, let's move on from that though, Philadelphia, thank you, please move on from that, like, let's let it go, and uh, look forward to next year, and trying winning more, you know, I just don't want one, and we all shouldn't want one, we all should want the Patriots' success, yes, you hate them for being so much, so successful, but we should strive for that success, and let go of a 2018 Super Bowl, anyway, I did not know that the Eagles were a part of the first televised football game, which was crazy. I didn't know that. And then they were also the owner of the Eagles, drawing a blank on his name right now, but the owner 
and founder of the Eagles started the NFL draft. And they also had the first pick in the first NFL draft, which was which is pretty cool. You know, it, it was pretty cool to see all the history. Uh, they have some pretty cool ex, um, experiences you, get, uh, you can do, um, different exhibits and stuff like that. So it was, it was pretty neat. It was pretty neat. It took me about an hour to get through everything. I wasn't stopping and reading everything. There's, if, if, you're, if you like to read everything, you can be there for, you know, a couple of hours. I, I'm, I do like to read, but I don't necessarily have the attention span to do it for two hours. I, you know, I, I'll read here and there and then, and then move on. So I've read, some, read a couple of things. Uh, saw Mr. Brian Dawkins' uh, bust, which was pretty cool. Um, obviously went in last year. It was pretty, that was pretty cool to see. And then I saw Nick Foles. I had to give it to Nick Foles. He has two cases, two exhibits in the Hall of Fame out there. The first one was the seven touchdown game against Oakland. And the, the, the first one, I'm sorry, the first one was the uh, seven touchdown game against Oakland. The second one was obviously, well, we all know, you want to go Philly, Philly? Yeah, let's do it. So they have an exhibit towards that, uh, or a glass case with at least that. Uh, a couple of things from Doug Peterson uh, in there as far as what he was wearing that day. And it folds his uniform in there as well. So it's pretty cool. And then uh, they have an Ertz exhibit in there as well because he just broke the all-time tight ends receptions record this past year. So, yeah, that was in there. So Canton was definitely cool. It was definitely worth it. Um, I would definitely suggest if you're trying to do something like this, uh, which I'm going to maybe try and do a couple more of these now, uh, if I find some cool things I want to see, just be open-minded um, that there's a lot to see in this country. Um, so I think when I had first, you know, as even leading up to this and when I first got on the road, I'm like, no, I just want to drive. I just want to drive and I just want to get there. <clears throat> and this was definitely the best way to go um, I definitely prefer stopping to see a couple things now I do have a lot of hours of driving that I want to do so I have to kind of tame it and you have to kind of plan out your trip a little bit um, I'm, I'm breaking it down and what I would suggest doing is it's 41 hours of driving time total so if you're looking to do this it's tough to plan all 40 hours. So I started, like I said, landed in Pittsburgh last night. That was four and a half hours. When I got to Pittsburgh, I planned out my next day. I planned out today. So I, I just literally went into the map, put in Pittsburgh to, I forget what the first parameter was, but it was like Columbus. And that was only two hours away. So I was like, okay, I have to go way further. And then went as far as Oklahoma City, that was probably, and then you just, you kind of balance it out, you just see, okay, this is 10 hours away from where I'm currently at, this is 12 hours away from where I'm currently at, um, so let's shoot for that, and then on the way down there, I'll book an Airbnb, which I'm going to do at my next stop, but anyway, back to the, you know, taking the leap, uh, and how I really, you know, I, I touched on how I ended up, this ended up coming about. Um, 
But if you're going to do this, I, I strongly suggest that you make the commitment in your mind first. You know, if you're going to make any leap, I would say, any massive change, any massive jump, any business endeavor or any anything you're looking to do, it doesn't matter. I, I don't care how small or how big. Uh, you know, my mentor, uh, one of my mentors, and someone that I, people that I look up to, and people that I speak to about a lot of certain things, um, which that will be a topic about having a mentor. But you know, they had told me that commit, commit, and then figure it out, right? So if you're gonna do this, if you're gonna do anything, commit. Tell yourself, no, this is happening. We're doing this. For, like I said, for me, it was buying the plane ticket. Buying the plane ticket allowed me to go, okay, whether I have anything in place, where if everything goes to shit, I'm getting on that plane February 2nd, and I'm holding myself accountable, and I'm making the jump. And after I did that, I was set, right? I knew this is happening, so here's what I have to do. And then I figured it out. And then I started to put the plans in, plans in pay, uh, place. You know, that's why I ultimately decided to buy a car there while I was still employed. Rather than trying to do too much when I, when I got out to L.A. Because I'm, I'm not going to another job right away. Besides, I'll be bartending, but I'm not going to another, you know, steady paycheck. So, I think the biggest point would be commit first. And then figure it out. If you do it the other way, at least for myself, and, and I and I hope whoever listens to this, whoever hears this, and if you, know, if, if you think the same way that I do, um, you'll kind of talk yourself out of it. Because then you start to think of what can go wrong, and what you know, what are, what are you know. Uh, you know, it's not worth it. it there, there's just too much. You know, I would love to do that. Then you get into that loop, right? That dangerous loop of, yeah, I would love to do that one day, but, you know, I just have too much going on. Or I would love to do that one day, but, you know, yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Why, why would you do that? So don't do that. Commit in your head. Commit to yourself. Promise yourself that you're going to do this. And then figure it out. Also, if you do it the other way, if you do it vice versa, you're going to want support, right? You're going to go, I, I don't, I know I want to do this, but let me get some advice. Okay. Who are you going to reach out to first? Well, mom and dad, if you're lucky enough to have both in your life or you're lucky enough to be close with both in your, you know, with both of them. Um, then you're going to reach out to them first realistically and them being parents and what this is what I didn't understand what I sort of didn't get at first because the only person the only people that I wanted support from was mom and dad hey I want to make this great change what are your thoughts 
And in your mind, when you play it out, you think they're going to go, that's awesome. That's awesome. Go for it. You know, make the jump. What What do we need to do to help? What do we need to do to, you know, to assist you? That's great. That's awesome. Let's, let's do it. And if you're lucky enough to have those types of parents, then awesome. And, and I really, and, and that's great. And I think I would sort of be that, I would like to be that parent. I would like to be the one that pushes my kid to do things extraordinary, you know, exponentially out of their comfort zone. Um, and do something out of the ordinary. I, I would sincerely push my kid to do that. But that's not necessarily the way that everyone thinks. You know, a, a lot of people see, and there is, there's a lot of risk in this. There, there's there's a massive amounts of risk. This could all go to shit. This could all go to shit. And I could end up back in, I could end up back home. In my mind, that wouldn't be a failure. In my mind, I could say, at least I tried to put to someone who's, you know, to someone who's never done something this big or this crazy in their life before, then, then it could be, yeah, they see all the risk. So what, so, so again, when you, when you go, when you're uncommitted yourself and you're looking for approval first, you're, you're going to run into a wall, right? So I was like, in my head, I was playing it out as, oh, this is good. They're, they're going to love this. Now, again, I was already committed. I was already committed. And I, and I knew that I was doing this because I had already bought the plane ticket and I didn't tell them yet. <clears throat> so I wasn't being talked out of this. But their reaction as I was waiting for support and waiting for, you know, them to go, oh, oh awesome. Let's have a party. They actually both had the same reaction. What are you gonna do for health insurance? Right? Fell flat on my face. <laughs> there couldn't have been a worse question to ask. That's a responsible question to ask. But when you're looking for support and you're looking for someone to go, that's awesome. I'm like, yeah, like let's let's do it. This is a great idea. That is probably the worst thing that you can hear. What are you gonna do for health insurance? Where are you gonna stay? You're doing what? I promise you, you're going to be disappointed. The most important thing I would say, at least from what I'm going through right now, as I'm driving through, I don't even know where. Not a clue where I'm at right now. But... I would say the most important thing is committing. Committing first and figuring it out second. Commit first and then figure it out. Because if you don't, then all you're going to do is talk yourself out of it. And you're going to come up with all the reasons why you can't. And why it's a bad idea. And what could go wrong. Instead of looking at all the opportunity... And yeah, it's a huge risk, but anything worth having or anything that you want, anything in your dream, in your wildest dreams, you're, you're going to need to assume, assume risk. So 
I would say the point of this first episode and the, the point of what I'm trying to get across in this first episode is, is commit and make the leap in your mind, in your heart, and then go from there. And I promise you, when you start doing that, you, you, things start to change. Things start to roll in the right direction. I had no idea what I, that I was going to buy a car and start driving across the country. I had no idea. I thought I was going to get on that plane on February 2nd. But as I started to plan it out, you know, I, I was like, okay, it makes more sense economically to get a car and stuff like that, which I had previously said. And everything sort of just started to fall into place. I can't. I can't really explain it. There's. I don't. I don't. I can't really explain it. Everything started to just roll in the right direction, and I think it was me just making up in my mind that I was, I was going to do this, and I was going to change this, change the lay of my life, change the way of my life, change what I'm doing at. You know, change what I'm doing. So again, to wrap up this first episode, making the leap, you have to make the leap mentally, emotionally, in your heart, in your stomach, in your gut, and trust, trust the feeling, trust the signs, trust, trust that it's, it's all going to be okay. You know, and it's crucial for you to just jump. Yeah, it's crazy. Yes, it's out of the ordinary. But, but, but it will be worth it. I promise. Just trust the process. Shout out to the Sixers. Just trust the process. And embrace the process. And enjoy the process. And things will start to roll in the right direction. So we'll wrap up episode one here. Um, again, this may sound so shitty. But... Who knows? <laughs> Might be pretty cool. I have no idea. I think it sounded decent. I think I said everything I wanted to say. I'm currently staring at a sheet of paper with topics I wanted to talk about. Topics I want to talk about. What we're going to jump into. In these next several episodes. But I... Th- yeah. This is pretty cool. Um, so, thank you for listening to... Episode one of Molding the Mindset. This was The Leap. And I am out.